lifetime. Keeping you informed and inspired. We love God. We ought to be able to talk about him. Getting you started on your day. With the latest in breaking news and information. From the Vatican to the White House and everything in between. It's serious. It's fun. It's your Catholic drive time. Now here's your host, Joe McClain. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time. Keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McClain. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Good morning. It is Wednesday, March the 23rd, 2022. Have you, uh, did you catch, I don't know if you caught this, but just I think it was last week, President Joe Biden signed an executive order uh, to mitigate the risks of digital currencies, specifically cryptocurrencies, and, uh, and possibly to pave the way for uh, a national U.S. digital currency. What does that mean? What will that, uh, how, how will that impact us? And uh, I know because so many people have been investing in crypto in order to mitigate things like inflation, for instance. And inflation is now at an all-time high, and it's getting worse, it seems. We covered some of those stories yesterday, as a matter of fact. But to talk about this today, we've invited Eric Sammons, the, the editor at Crisis Magazine. He's going to come back on our program. But we're also going to slip in some consecration questions, too, because the Vatican has released the actual text of the consecration prayer, which will take place this Friday. Uh, is it a consecration? Is it an entrustment? Is it, to, is it for Russia, as Our Lady of Fatima had asked for? Or is it just to all humanity? We'll tell you about the text coming up at 15 past the hour, but we're going to ask Eric about his input on that as well. Hey, we're also going to talk about the uh, Supreme Court's nomination process of Ketanji Brown-Jackson. Uh, 47% say that Joe Biden's Supreme Court nominee should be confirmed, 47%. So that's less than half the country. Uh, what are some of the issues at stake? We're going to cover those at 15 past the hour. So it's going to be a great show indeed. Uh, new, Oh, yeah. Tornadoes in New Orleans. Yikes. Terrible tornadoes in New Orleans. Good morning to you, Rick uh, Carlos. Good morning. You're, you introduced me at tornadoes. That's, uh, I, well, I, I saw, I was going to say, I was going <laughs> to go over to you, and then I thought, oh, yeah, the tornadoes. Yeah. Tornadoes. Yeah, that happened yesterday. It's pretty wild, huh? Yeah. Yeah, bad stuff. I, my dad was texting me, are you okay? I'm like, yes, I'm fine. Why? My mom texted me, too. She <laughs> said, are you in the studio right now? I said, yeah. We're, well, not really. We're getting sucked out of the studio right now as I speak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, horrible video. So we're going to be praying for those affected by yeah. tornadoes today, for sure. What else is uh, in the news of great concern to you, Rudy? Well, uh, lots of crazy stuff here. I'm trying to parse together all the connections here, but it uh, mm-hmm. looks like there is some, some Houthi attacks. Houthi. Houthi, yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. Iranians yeah. are attacking the Saudi oil pipeline. So really, could be uh, catastrophic. Who knows? Maybe not. Yikes. And uh, good news, Fatima statue is going to be traveling to, well, it's in Ukraine now, Yeah. Uh, in response to the uh, the consecration coming up. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's a little bit of good news. Speaking of crisis, Adrian Fonseca is here on the ones and twos. Good morning to you, Adrian. Howdy, howdy. Praise be to God. It's good to be here. Is it? Despite the fact that my uh, my brother was telling me yesterday that he was being sucked into the air and being sent over to Oz, uh, <laughs> that uh, despite oh. that fact, it was uh, it's still a good day. Where was your brother? Maybe because of that fact. Did he bring his sure. red shoes? No, no. He doesn't have red shoes, unfortunately. Where was your brother? Uh, he is at Stephen F. Austin uh, okay. University. So that's in Nacogdoches in uh-huh. Texas. Yeah. Uh, they call it Naca Nowhere because nobody knows where that is. <laughs> it's it's in the middle of nowhere part Texas. Of Texas. What are you talking about? Well, there you go, folks. Hills, trees. It's lovely over there. They have the only uh, activity they have in the city is uh, some axe throwing place. Huh. There you go. Which is always a good Lumberjacks. time. Lumberjacks. 
Okay. There you go. Throwing axes is a good time. Mm, that's a life skill you got to cultivate. That's what I'm saying. All right. I also want to thank today Diane Jackalpak and Nick Carbone for uh, taking our day of fasting, prayer, and penance for our Lenten campaign. Thank you, Diane, and thank you, Nick. Your generous gift for uh, our campaign of praying for ardent uh, sinners, heretics, blasphemers, those the souls that we tend to forget or because we you know we don't like them too much so we don't really pray for them well diane and nick are offering up their day for them and of course praying for world peace as well so a lot to get into today so many stories in the news i saw another story about rising food prices and i saw oh man so companies are now starting to get really slick so they're they're Shrinking the size of like a Gatorade shrink the size oh, of yeah. a bottle. Shrinkflation is what kept they call the price the price the same, but just offers less. Doritos are doing the same thing. Doritos, wheat thins. Yeah, like my my good friend Jordan's favorite snack. Yeah. They've shrunk it by sneaky. at least thirty, very thirty sneaky. chips or whatever. So we don't we don't recognize we're not paying attention. You know, we're no, paying we're I actually do. paying more for the product. I always look at the don't think about the it. amount by weight. Do you? I do. You're one of those. You're yeah. like reading every label? <laughs> yeah, oh, price wow. per weight. I'm like, oh, is it a good deal? Nah, I don't think yeah. so. Pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that discerning, apparently. <laughs> All right, let's pray. We're going to pray our, uh, our Golden Arrow Prayer, which is a part of our Lenten campaign, which, by the way, you can still join us if you want. There is time. You can always go to our website, grnonline.com forward slash cdt to uh, click the Lenten campaign there, and you'll be able to get all the information. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, amen. May the most holy, most sacred, most adorable, most incomprehensible, and unutterable name of God be always praised, blessed, loved, adored, and glorified in heaven, on earth, and under the earth, by all the creatures of God, and by the sacred heart of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in the most holy sacrament of the altar, amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. And now you're breaking stories with Rudy Carlos. Good morning. Thanks for tuning in to Catholic Drive Time. Today is Wednesday, March 23rd, and these are your headlines. Washington Examiner reports Contangi Brown-Jackson, Roe v. Wade, settled law. During her Senate Judiciary hearing, Jackson claimed that she agrees with the justices that Roe and Casey are settled law of the Supreme Court concerning the right to terminate a, we- a woman's pregnancy. However, the High Court last year heard Dobbs v. Jackson Women's Health Organization, a case concerning a Mississippi law banning abortion after 15 weeks of pregnancy. In its defense of the law, Mississippi directly asked the court to reconsider Roe and Casey, which some legal analysts and activists on both sides of the abortion debate say could prompt the court to reverse or scale back those decisions. Breitbart reports Saudis warn global oil supply in jeopardy over Iran-backed Houthi attacks. Armin Nassar, CEO of Saudi Arabia's national oil company Aramco, said the world better begin paying close attention to the relentless terrorist attacks on Saudi oil facilities launched by the Iran-backed Houthi insurgents of Yemen, because Houthi mischief could make it difficult for the Saudis to increase oil shipments in response to global demand. The Houthis attacked on a, uh, the Houthis attacked a critical pipeline the same day Aramco promised it would increase production over to cover shortages created by the Russian invasion of Ukraine. And Reuters reports Kremlin, Russia would only use nuclear weapons if its existence were threatened. The comet nearly four weeks after Russia sent its forces into Ukraine came amid Western concern that the conflict there could escalate into a nuclear war. We have a concept of domestic security, and if it, and it's public, you can read all the reasons for nuclear arms to be used. So if it's an exe- existential threat for our country, then nuclear, the nuclear arsenal can be used in accordance with our concept, Kremlin spokesperson Dmitry Peskov said. 
And the Washington Examiner reports Biden effort to limit ICE enforcement blocked by federal judge. District Judge Michael Newman of the Southern District of Ohio ruled in favor of the Republican Attorney General of Arizona, Montana, and Ohio issuing a preliminary injunction prohibiting Joe Biden from imposing new guidelines for laws regarding consequences for illegal immigration. This is a great victory for the rule of law, border security, and public safety across the country. President Biden's open border policies make it easier for the Mexican cartels to smuggle drugs into our country, which is part of the reason you're seeing an increase in violent crime. Montana Attorney General Austin Knudsen said. And those are your headline news this morning. God love you. The saint of the day is Saint Toribio. Toribio Alfonso de Mogrovejo was born in 1538 in Mayocora, Spain, into a noble family. From childhood, his disposition was turned toward virtue and against sin. I wish I could say that. He also had a great devotion to the Most Holy Virgin, he prayed her office and the rosary every day and fasted on Saturdays in her honor. He had a natural inclination for academics and studied law at Valladolid in Salamanca. King Philip II named him chief judge of the Supreme Court of Granada and head of the Inquisition in the same city. In 1580, when the Episcopal See of Lima, Peru became vacant, the king selected him to fill the position. Toribio protested he was not worthy of the honor and used his knowledge of church law to contest the appointment. He was overruled, consented, and was ordained priest and consecrated bishop in order to fill his new obligations. He arrived in Lima, Peru to assume his office at the age of 43. His diocese was immense and the morals of the Spanish clergy and laymen were very far from being perfect. He also found that the Indian population were being exploited and persecuted, but this did not discourage St. Toribio. Gifted with an exceptional prudence and great zeal, he began with a reform of the clergy. He was inflexible regarding any moral scandal. He became the scourge of public sinners and the protector of the oppressed. Uh, one might call him rigid. Thus, he achieved the moral reform that he had set out to make. He always did everything he could to save souls from the greatest to the smallest. He offered his protection to the Indians, and even at an advanced age, he learned many of their dialects so he could teach them the catechism. His vigorous action was illuminated by an intense spiritual life, offering masses, frequent confessions, as well as meditations, long hours of prayer, and severe penances. He was a noted and charismatic preacher who set about baptizing and catechizing the natives while confirming almost half a million people. These included St. Rose of Lima and St. Martin de Porres. The archbishop was a staunch advocate for the archdiocesan reform and set to, make, to work reforming the diocesan priest from the impurities and scandals while instituting a new educational procedure for seminarians. On a diocesan visitation, St. Toribio fell ill with a fever at Pascameo and was only able to reach the city of Santa, far from Lima. He foresaw his death and distributed his belongings to his servants and the rest of his property to the poor. He died with the words of Jesus Christ on his lips, Lord, into thy hands I commend my spirit. The great apostle of Peru died on March 23, 1606. St. Toribio Pray for us. Praise be to God in all things. The gospel today comes to us from Matthew chapter 5, verses 17 through 19. Jesus said to his disciples, Do not think that I have come to abolish the law or the prophets. 
I have come not to abolish, but to fulfill. Amen, I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not the smallest letter or the smallest part of a letter will pass from the law, until all things have taken place. Therefore, whoever breaks one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do so will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. But whoever obeys and teaches these commandments will be called greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Remigius would say, he here asserts two things. He denies that he was come to subvert the law and affirms that he has come to fulfill the law. (laughs) I think that's very short and to the point and kind of sums it up. But there is more at stake here, Uh, a lot more. Haydock's commentary points this out. It's a great risk. There's a great risk here. And there's a subtlety in this in this passage I think we should pay attention to. He says, you know, referring to he shall be called, i.e. by a frequent Hebrew idiom. He shall be the least in the kingdom of heaven. Remember that phrase, the least in the kingdom of heaven? I've always kind of thought of that as, okay, you know, hey, as long as I'm in heaven, praise be to God. But that's not what's going on here. He says, in that, referring to that phrase, least in the kingdom of heaven, that is, according to St. Augustine, he shall not be there at all. Yikes. Now that's a lot different. Okay, that changes everything from being at least inside the door, inside the pearly gates, to not being there at all, as according to St. Augustine. That would be a big and a very concerning issue for us. He says, For none but the great in sanctity and virtue shall find admittance into heaven. Do not then imitate the scribes and Pharisees who content themselves with instructing others in the precepts of the law without practicing them themselves. Or if they observe the letter, neglect the spirit of the law, performing what it ordains, not to please God, but to satisfy their vanity. Hadock's commentary also points out what stays and what goes in the law. As Remigius points out, our Lord has not come to do away with it, but to fulfill it, to take the law and its consequences upon himself. And we see that in his passion and death. We see the stripes, the crowning of thorns, the nail to the tree, and the spitting, and all of that. We saw that, and Hadock points out... That it's not the, the, the ceremonies and the multitudes, the sacrifices, and that's going to go away. But the moral precepts, that continues. That continues today in the one holy apostolic and Catholic Church. Let us pray that we will live virtuous and holy lives and stay in a state of grace so that we too may enter the kingdom of heaven. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Catholic Drive Time is headed your way. Catholics claim that the Pope is the visible principle and foundation of Christian unity. And the reason for this claim is that Jesus made Peter as such. But what's our evidence? First, Jesus makes Peter the rock upon which he builds his church in Matthew 16, 18. And since you can't separate the structure from the foundation on which the structure is built, it follows that wherever Peter is, there's the true church of Christ. Luke 22, 31-32 is another text. Jesus singles Peter out and promises to protect him in faith and commands him to strengthen the brethren. Peter's job was to keep the apostles united in faith. And if the apostles wanted to benefit from Jesus' prayer of protection, they had to stick with Peter. We can benefit from this unity in faith as well. We stick with Peter's successor, the Pope. I'm Carlo Brusord with the ready reason for Catholic Answers, Catholic.com.
day when each of us will be asked to review the movie of our life and give an account to God. We will sorrowfully relive the bad times and joyfully revisit the good. Thankfully, no matter what you've done, there is hope. Since Jesus came not to condemn the world, but to save it. So if you've been away from church for a while, we invite you to come home and find the peace that only comes from God. Visit CatholicsComeHome.org. Praise be to Jesus Christ. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. I, I just want to say, um, Nick, I said Nick's name wrong at the top of the hour, Nick Carboni. <laughs> uh, he took today, right? He and Diane have taken today to cover our day for prayer, fasting, and penance. And uh, what did I do in, in Thanksgiving of that? I obliterate the poor man's name. Uh, mea culpa, mea culpa, mea maxima culpa. Nick Carboni, thank you for your generosity today. Hey, listen, coming up at 35 past the hour, Eric Sammons from Crisis Magazine is going to be our guest again. We're looking forward to that. Uh, we're going to catch you up on a couple of stories there. I'm going to ask him about the, the consecration to get his opinion on that. I know he did a podcast on that yesterday, so we'll, we'll get him to, to chime in there. Uh, but we're also going to talk about the digital currency and the uh, crypto, the crushing of crypto by executive fiat from the White House last week. What does that mean, the potential digital currency in America? How will that impact all of us, and how does that play a role in inflation? Eric Sammons coming up at 35 past the hour. There's a couple of stories I want to jump into, and they are a great concern to me, and I'm sure, as always, they are of great concern to you. Yesterday, really quickly here, yesterday the Vatican put out the actual text of the upcoming consecration uh, to Russia, uh, of Russia, on Friday, which will happen Friday, day after tomorrow, to the Immaculate Heart of Our Lady. Now, this has been a hotly discussed issue, Rudy. You and I have talked about it several times uh, every single talking head in the on Catholic talking head on the planet has talked about this. But you know, <laughs> you know what caught me totally by surprise yesterday? What? It just blew me away, impressed me so much. What was it? Glenn Beck. Oh wow! Fallen yeah, away Catholic. I, I did see that. Fallen away Catholic. Now, as far as I know, a Mormon. Um, the Blaze. Uh, I, I I watch you know a lot of content off the Blaze. I read a lot of their articles. <clears throat> and Glenn Beck is a. Uh, a broadcast, you know, Hall of Famer. I mean, he's going to be. And he interviewed John Henry Weston from LifeSite News. Wow. And John Henry did such a fantastic job of explaining to Glenn's audience what this whole Fatima apparition was, what the prophecies were, the secrets. He talked about why this consecration matters and the attempts to, to do the consecration you, under Pius XII, Paul VI, John Paul II, what each of those meant and why they were off a little bit and what could happen if, if this takes place. I mean, it was, I was blown away. John Henry Weston, high five to you, my friend. LifeSite News, John Henry Weston. I'm just so impressed. Love me, LifeSite. I'm telling you. And then Glenn, at the end of the interview, it, John Henry points out, you got to keep the first Saturdays. You got to pray the Holy Rosary. You got to do prayer, fasting, and penance, live in a state of grace. Glenn said he talked about how when he was a kid, he prayed the Rosary and he may pray it again. Huh. <clears throat> Go figure. That's what I, I'm, my, my, pff, my mind is totally blown. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to be there at the right moment. God places you in the right moment to, to yeah. communicate to people who have fallen away. That's incredible. That really is a grace. 
Yeah, absolutely. It's, we got to pray for him. Pray for the reversion for yeah. of Glenn Beck. That would be pretty, pretty amazing. But okay, so you can find the text that has been released by the Vatican. Uh, there's an article out of Catholic News Agency. It says the Vatican releases text for March 25th, consecration prayer to Ukraine, Russia. And it's a pretty long prayer. Did mm-hmm. you read it? I, I skimmed through it. Uh, I did see that it explicitly mentions Russia and Ukraine. Um, uh, let me get well, to the pertinent part here. Yeah, I'll skip the first kinda. ten paragraphs. <laughs> I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm embellishing. But there is, it's quite an I think extensive. It might be ten paragraphs. It's quite an extensive. It's prayer. pretty long. But I'll just skip down to, uh, and most of it's a beautiful prayer. I mean, I'm not faulting the prayer as far as that goes. But here's the pertinent part, down towards the. It's like the la- the second to last paragraph. It says, quote, therefore, mother of God and our mother, to your immaculate heart, we solemnly entrust and consecrate ourselves, the church and all humanity, especially Russia and Ukraine. And it goes on to say, accept this act that we carry out with confidence and love, grant that war may end uh, and peace spread throughout the world. The fiat that arose from your heart opened the doors of history to the Prince of Peace. We trust that through your heart, peace will uh, will dawn once more. And it goes on, close quote, His Holiness Pope Francis. So I don't know. Uh, like that, that pressure from the from the European bishops, I guess, was too high. He had to throw in humanity and all this other stuff. But like, I just want you to just, follow, just say the black, do the red. That's all. You think it's like a little bit of progression, at least this time it explicitly says Russia and Ukraine in there yeah, I, as opposed to last time. Like I'm happy it does. Like, yeah, sure. I, I'm, I think it's good. The word consecrate, immaculate heart, and Russia are all included. But also entrustment. But like why do we – yeah, like why do we feel – why do we – why can't – why is it so hard that we just can't do exactly as she asked? Like why is that too much to ask for? Like, are we really worried? Uh, well, is Krill, is, is the patriarch of the Russian Orthodox going to convert somehow? Mm. If, is Krill going to send a deal? nuke? Is he going to send a... You know, <laughs> Krill. <laughs> you know, what I'm thinking is, it's just like, if you asked, uh, if you went up to your parish priest and said, Hey, Father, uh, could you give, uh, can you bless my child? And uh, he goes, okay, yes, for sure. I bless the entire church, and I bless all of humanity, right. and I bless yeah. everyone around <laughs> me, and I entrust this child to Mary, and I bless them, and especially your child. Amen. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, um, well, um, you quite got a lot of words in there, but uh, and, and praise be to God, you did bless my child, but you kind of just threw him in with everything else. Like a, I bless everybody. Yeah, including this child, I guess. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, you're just like throwing them in with the rest of the world. I mean, it's not bad. It's a good thing. <laughs> All those things are good things. But there's a greater thing that Our Lady has asked for, and a very specific reason, you know, why she asked for those things. It's not following the instructions as the way they were laid out. And uh, I don't know. I mean, it's above my pay grade, ultimately. I don't get to decide how yeah. this all goes down. And I don't see a downside in the language as far as, like, ultimately it's it's fine, but... There's something greater here that we should be doing, and we're not. It's, that's how it feels to me. I'm curious to see yeah. how Eric Sammons takes that. We're going to ask him here when he gets on. He doesn't know I'm going to ask him that, but I'm asking him that anyway. So. <laughs> I'm just trying to remain in hope. That's all. I, You're an Irish at the, optimist. At the end of the day, what can I do? I mean, we've talked yeah. about that. You know, yeah, what, what, what can we do? Well, okay. We just hope for the best. There, let's all keep praying. Let's keep praying. Let's pray that all the bishops in the world do unite themselves to this prayer 
at the very least. That's yeah. always a good thing. Mm-hmm. Here's an interesting story about uh, Joe Biden's Supreme Court nominee. Um, a poll out of Breitbart says 40, only 47 percent says only 47 percent of voters believe President Biden's Supreme Court nominee, Ketanji Brown Jackson, should be confirmed. Uh, a Tuesday political morning consult poll revealed while 19 percent oppose her confirmation. Many independents are wary of Jackson. Only 39 percent of independent voters say she should be confirmed to the court. An unusually low number. Forty three percent have no opinion. I find this an interesting story because, you know, we had uh, Brent Haynes on. What was that? Two weeks ago. Yeah. Two to weeks talk ago. about this. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's kind of a done deal like this is all formality like yeah is she not going to make it to the supreme court probably is but why should we be concerned here well there's obviously now that the the hearings are going on and they're asking her questions we're seeing some very troubling issues as a result to how progressive uh judge uh uh brown jackson really is um for instance uh i think it was the susan b anthony list has really uh pointed out how anti-life she is and mm-hmm. she's actually said that she will you know roe v wade is, is law and yeah. we shouldn't be trying to overturn it and we should just reference it so real concerns on the pro-life side uh senator hawley uh he actually took her to task on her very lenient sentencing of people who possess child pornography mm-hmm. and apparently she has a record yes of being overly lenient on people who would traffic human persons in the sex trade. Yes, there's a few examples of of which she gave a very lenient sentence, like the minimum sentence that you can give somebody for, for that particular crime yeah. on several occasions. Yeah. And did you see like when when they were when Holly was talking to her about that, she was saying, Well listen, okay, back in the good old days, you know, you had to go get your your pictures from the mail. Or something, and mm-hmm. so you'd only be able to get so much. But now that we have internet, you're just going to get a lot more. So you know, now that you have a lot more of this filth, garbage, evil on your computer, well, you should have a lighter sentence. Apparently, didn't she say that she couldn't define what a woman is? Yes, she did That's that. To, uh, yeah. Senator uh, so, Blackburn, it's I think like, it was. Uh, should we really be appointing people that can't? She I refused to find the word woman. She said that she's she not a biologist. Yeah, she's, not she's not a, a biologist. Yeah, so okay. she refused well. to define woman. She says that's not up to her. She says if definitions are disputed and they come before my court, well, we'll discuss that, but I'm not a biologist. Isn't like, everything duh. disputed? Yes. And there's a, there's a saying that there's there's no opinion that's so absurd that a philosopher hasn't thunk of it. Uh, <laughs> and is that like, t- like philosophical it's, 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 language? Yeah, technical term. Technical <laughs> term. <laughs> not definitely a slip of the tongue. Okay. Uh, but this is – it's a very – the thing that concerns me the most mm-hmm. is not the abortion issue because the abortion issue, while it's incredibly concerning because it's his life or death situation and this is a grave, grave evil. But what's more concerning to me is the fact that she can't define what a woman is uh, because either one of two things. One, she's a true believer and in that case – you either have someone who's literally insane and thinks men can become women on the court. Oh, yeah. Or two, well, it gets she's a completely empty suit who just wants to do exactly what the liberal establishment wants. Either way, it's very, very bad. It gets worse. There's an article out of the town hall. The headline goes, Judge Jackson wants to meld America law, American law with CRT and social justice. 
And here's a quote from her. It says, I also try to convince my students that sentencing is just plain interesting on an intellectual level, in part because it melds together myriad types of law, criminal law, of course, but also administrative law, constitutional law, critical race theory, negotiations, and to some extent, even contracts. And if that's not enough to prove to them that sentencing is a subject worth studying, I point out that sentencing policy implicates the intersects uh, with various other intellectual disciplines as well, including philosophy, psychology, history, statistics, economics, and politics. Notice she didn't mention the the, the Constitution in there, but critical race theory is a key. It's a key indicator there of that. Uh, she she intends and she does embrace the LGBTQ uh, agendas, and she in, uh, does embrace a lot of these very progressive woke ideologies, and that is going to be the lens through which she interprets the law. And it's also been said that she is not opposed to stacking the court. Um, so there is a lot of very difficult. So, yes, in the sense that you get you're replacing a liberal with a liberal. That's what we talked about with Brent Haynes. That's true. But I think from a Catholic perspective, we have grave issues here that we should be very concerned about. I, for one, would love to see the church truly stand up for marriage, traditional marriage, sacramental marriage between a man and a woman. Where is the outspoken voice of our bishops to defend marriage in society? We have given, we have sort of gotten soft on that, I think, in many ways, and I would love to see that come back. Well, I think this will be continue with judges like this on the court, and especially if they start to stack the court, we will see an attack on family in a greater way because she, as we pointed out, she seems to not be able to define even what a woman is. So, great concerns with uh, Judge Jackson. Let's pray for her. Let's pray for her conversion. Let's pray for our country and pray for our world to give itself back in a more fervent way to God before it is too late. So many souls go to hell as Our Lady Fatima has warned. Let us pray fast and do penance because that is a thing we can do that is in our control. Amen. We'll be right back. Breaking news and stories. And Eric Sammons coming up next. Looking for a Catholic university where the greatest works of Western and Catholic tradition are the foundation for learning, all in an environment that is faithful to the magisterium? Recommended by the Cardinal Newman Society, the University of Dallas offers an exceptional liberal arts education, preserving the wisdom of the past while preparing students for the world-changing futures. Academically excellent, always faithful. Apply today at udallas.edu. This is Dale Alquist with a Chesterton Minute. Have you ever noticed that sometimes it's hard to get along with your family? That sometimes the people in your family are downright uncongenial? Well, G.K. Chesterton says that is precisely why the family is so important. Because it is often uncongenial. Every family is filled with the same problematical people that you find everywhere else. And so... Anyone revolting against the family is simply revolting against mankind. As Chesterton says, Aunt Elizabeth is unreasonable, like mankind. Papa is excitable, like mankind. Our youngest brother is mischievous, like mankind. And so, if we can get along with our family, we can get along with anyone. Want more than a minute? Visit our website, chesterton.org. Welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. And now, more headlines. One American News reports, at UN, Russia trades barbs with the U.S. 
and the UK about chemical weapons in Ukraine. Russia traded accusations with the United Nations, with the United States and Britain at the UN over the possibility of a chemical weapons attack in Ukraine, but none produced any evidence to back their concerns. President Joe Biden said on Monday without providing evidence that Russia's false accusations of Kiev having biological and chemical weapons illustrate that Russian President Vladimir Putin is considering using them himself in Ukraine. And LifeSite News reports, Our Lady of Fatima statue sent to Ukraine ahead of Pope Francis's consecration. In preparation for the consecration of Russia and Ukraine to the Immaculate Heart of Mary by Pope Francis on March 25th, a statue of Our Lady of Fatima, called the Pilgrim Virgin statue, has been sent to Lviv in Ukraine. The statue is a replica of the original image of Our Lady venerated at Fatima. It was received by the local Greek Catholic Archbishop Ihor Vozniak, whose proposal, on, whose proposal initiated the Marian pilgrimage. And Breitbart reports Gulf Cartel gunman in Mexico aims AK-47 at Texas police helicopter. The Texas DPS aircrew was conducting operations in Starr County when they observed a gunman in Mexico pointing what appeared to be an AK-47 rifle at their helicopter. The gunman eventually fled to a cartel hideout. DPS contacted the government of Mexico for assistance. Mexican military members responded to the location and found the hideout and multiple cartel members. They engaged in a shootout and left five cartel members dead and four others in custody. And the Epic Times reports new Florida law makes financial literacy class a requirement for high school graduation. The new law makes Florida the 22nd state in the nation to require financial literacy instructions as a prerequisite for high school graduation and standard high school diplomas. It also makes Florida one of the seven states that require students to take a standalone finance class before they graduate. And those are, uh, those are your headline news this morning. God love you. Praise be to God in all things. Thank you, Rudy, for keeping us up to date. Eric Sammons joins us again. He is uh, the editor of a Crisis Magazine. Praise be to God. Good morning to you, Eric. Thank you for your time. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Thanks wanna, for having me. I want to talk about uh, the digital currency and the crushing of crypto in an executive fiat last week by Joe Biden. But before I do that, I want to ask you about the consecration prayer that was released out of the Vatican yesterday. I know you put out a podcast over at the Christ Magazine uh, talking about the consecration. What are your thoughts about this prayer? Very long, for starters. Well, that was my first thought. I, I was, as everybody did, I was searching for the word consecrate and the word Russia. <laughs> yeah. I should have just done a, you know, a, a control, control F, F to yeah. find, you know, to quickly find it. Uh, and it was in there. It was, it just, it's kind of a modern way of, of modern Catholic way of praying. You just say lots of words. And I do kind of think that that seems to go a little bit against what our Lord warned against, but at the same time, at the end of it, there is a prayer. He does say, you know, consecrate to the Immaculate Heart and he includes Russia. And to me, if you look at what Our Lady requested at Fatima, uh, she did not give a specific text of a prayer. She simply just said, the Holy Father in union with the bishops, consecrate Russia to my Immaculate Heart. And all those, all those things are true. Uh, the Pope asked the bishops to be in union with him. Uh, he does say we consecrate to Immaculate Heart, and he does include Russia. And I think for me, at least, I feel like if we get if we try to go beyond that, that's that's going beyond what Our Lady said. If she had given us a specific text, then obviously we should follow that exactly. But she didn't. She just simply said, consecrate Russia to Immaculate Heart. And, and that's what's happening. So but I, I keep asking the same question. Why is it so hard for our church to just read the black and do the red. I mean, it's not this, none of this is all that complicated, you know, but somehow, some way we just convolute these things. Why do you think that is? 
Well, it's it's very true. And you're absolutely right. And I, I think uh, my friend Kennedy Hall, he, he had a great point. He said, you know, the Novus Ordo is valid, but it has a lot of things going on it that we don't like at times. And it's the same thing here where it's like it's valid, the consecration prayer, but it, it just adds all this stuff. I just think sometimes we just like hearing ourselves talk. We like we like the sound of our own voice. I think also it, it, it there's a certain uh egocentricism in narcissism in it where we we just like to hear ourselves and and we think we are so great and that we can come up with these great ways of saying things and really all it would have taken was one line literally like (laughs) i the holy father and you with all the bishops of the world consecrate rush to the immaculate heart i mean really it's all that would have to go (laughs) Uh, but you know that's just not our way And, and and i think that's something that hopefully over time we can overcome and get more and get more faithful to like you said saying the black and doing the red yeah. Well, all right. We're going to be praying. And I, I think there's no downside, right? I mean, there's only upsides right. here. Praise God. And uh, let's pray with the, the His Holiness on Friday. Let's join him in that. All right. Let's switch topics. Let's talk about digital currencies. On March 9th, uh, the White House put out a fact sheet about a new executive order that they ha- are, have issued. Uh, let me read the first paragraph here. It says, digital assets, including cryptocurrencies, have seen explosive growth in recent years, surpassing a $3 trillion market cap last November and up $14 billion just five years prior. Surveys suggest that around 60% of adult Americans, approximately 40 million people, have invested in, traded, or used cryptocurrencies. Over 100 current countries are exploring or piloting central bank digital currencies, or CB. BDCs, a digital form of our country's sovereign currency. And what's interesting to me, Eric, about reading this whole entire fact sheet is once it gets down into like sort of this is what this order does, one word repeats itself over and over again. That word is risk. They see cryptocurrency as a major risk. Why is that? Well, it's a risk to them. <laughs> right. That's why. I, I think it's it's typical of how the government looks at these things in trying to, quote unquote, protect us. Uh, they they protect us from any reward. And they're, they're trying They say they're trying to protect us from risk. But really what they're doing is they're protecting us from getting any reward. They're not treating us as adults. It's nanny state where they basically say, OK, you might lose something. So therefore, we're going to make it so you can't gain anything either. And really, I think as, a, as adults, as long as there's no fraud involved, obviously, that, that you should be allowed to decide what to do with your own money, how to invest it. And yes, you might lose everything. And I tell people this. I've been involved in cryptocurrency for not, almost nine years now. And I always tell people, listen, never invest what you can't afford to lose. You're not, don't take the money for your kids, college education or their food or anything like that to invest in something like cryptocurrency. Only take what you can afford, you can afford to lose completely. And I think we should be allowed to do that. Adults should be allowed to do that and be allowed to, to risk everything if, if that's what we choose to do. But that's not really the way the government sees it. But I also think though, behind it is really, they know that more use of cryptocurrency undermines their system. Because the fact is, is that all our foreign policy, all our wars and and, and the welfare state, everything like that is based upon government issued fiat currency, i.e. the dollar. And and America's place in the world, frankly, is based upon the power of the dollar. And cryptocurrency does undermine that. Now, it doesn't undermine just America or anything like that. It undermines all governments' power to basically do whatever they want. Because think about it, if a government decides we want to go to war within a country, something I think we're all thinking about right now, 
they, they have the money to do it because they can just print new money if they want to. They can tax us if they want to. With cryptocurrency, they can't print new cryptocurrency, uh, at least the decentralized cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. So that really does reduce their power. If there's one thing government officials want is they want to increase their power. Uh, Eric, there's several countries that have tried to adopt crypto, El Salvador being being one of them. Do you think that uh, uh, governments adopting this this uh, currency, which is decentralized, that's one of the biggest pros for for crypto. Do you think that that's going to change that in the future? I think what we're going to see is we're going to see countries going in one of two ways. We're going to see countries like El Salvador, which chose to adopt uh, Bitcoin as legal tender in their country. And then you're going to see countries like most likely United States and uh, the Western uh, powers. They will try to adopt and create these centralized uh, central bank currencies. And I think you're going to see a competition between those two types of countries in the future. Some countries and I think what is going to happen is the countries that are, do not have a lot of power now, like the El Salvador's of the world, are going to adopt uh, the decentralized ones because they know long term actually gives them. Uh, more sway in the world because they have this stable currency. Their economies become more powerful because of that. Whereas the countries that have power, like the United States, like the European countries, they're going to want to keep it by doing the central bank currencies. And I personally think long term, the decentralized currency countries like the El Salvador's will actually start to become more influential in the world because of that decision. You know, remember the good old days of gold backed currency you know uh, it's like but it, none of us are old enough really to remember them <laughs> <laughs> but i guess I, it just boggles my mind that we we seem to be experimenting here so badly but it's people's lives that are in the balance why can't governments uh see that why why do they feel like they can mess and experiment with our economy so much it's like it's like little like we're the puppets and they're the string master and they really are it, there really is an arrogance there that they think a centrally planned economy, which is, I mean, Soviet Union is the example of the great, totally centrally planned economy. And look how it turned out. But for some reason, when people get in power, they start to think, well, I am smarter than the populace. I can centrally plan these things. But what happens is we get things like what we have today, where we have runaway inflation. I mean, the official number is 7.9%. I think we all know that's a joke. It, it's, got, it's definitely in double digits. It might be as high as 20% real inflation for real people. And what, what matters is, and especially from a Catholic perspective, perspective, this harms the poor more than anybody. The rich don't get hurt that much by inflation. However, somebody who's living paycheck to paycheck or, or and being responsible, putting away a little bit in the savings account. Like I know some uh, definitely like older people who have saved their whole lives. They put their money in their bank account. It's making 0.1% and inflation at double digits. They're getting killed. Yeah. Hold that thought. Eric Sammons is our guest. Crisis Magazine is his website. Check that out. We'll link to it in all of our video feeds. But after this very quick break, we're going to come right back. We're going to talk about the potential risks that we face in a digital currency world. All that's coming up next. Don't go anywhere. Down to Drive Time. We'll be right back. Howdy. This is Adrian Fonseca, producer of the Catholic Drive Time Show. Heard Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central and 7 a.m. Eastern, right here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And I'm proud to tell you that Real Estate for Life is an underwriter of Catholic Drive Time. Real Estate for Life connects home buyers and sellers to real estate agents while supporting pro-life organizations, offering their clients a faith-based experience. They are online at realestateforlife.org. That's realestateforlife.org. God love you. 
It's okay for Lent to be a struggle. Christ never promised us fame, riches, or happiness in this life, but rather suffering, poverty, and sacrifice. The desert of Lent helps us discern the need for God. We must realize, in most cases, the desert is more of a path than it is a place for us to live. If we follow in the path of Christ, that is, in his way of the cross, we find not a crown of gold, but a crown of thorns. We must first die if we wish to be reborn. Moses and the Israelites wandered in the desert for 40 years, and Jesus fasted and was tempted in the desert for 40 days. The 40 days of Lent are a time of trial and purification. This Lent, let's leave everything to God, especially if everything seems to be going wrong. This is Matt Maloney from KnowTheFaith.net. Jesus Christ, welcome back to Catholic Drive Time, keeping you informed and inspired. I'm your host, Joe McLean. So good to be on with you. Praise be to God. Eric Sammons is our guest. He's the editor over at Crisis Magazine. By the way, they've got a great article on Jez Jackson. We were talking about her in the What's Concerning Us segment. I encourage you to check it out at crisismagazine.com. Welcome back to the show, Eric. Um, part of this uh, this executive order out of the White House last week really sets the stage for the CBDC. Uh, for the crypto, uh, for punishing cryptocurrency currency, and then setting the stage for a digital currency. Let me just read a little bit of this to you. It says the order directs the U.S. government to assess the technological infrastructure and capacity needs for a potential U.S. CBDC in a manner that protects American interests. Uh, the order also encourages the Federal Reserve to continue its research, development, and assessment efforts for a U.S. CBDC, including development of a plan for a broader U.S. government action in support of their work. This effort prioritizes U.S. participation in multi-country experimentation and ensures U.S. leadership internationally to promote CBDC development that is consistent with U.S. priorities and democratic values. Do we get to be in charge of the democratic values? I'm just curious. Do we going to get any say on that part of it? Probably not. But what would happen if the United States does switch to a digital currency? What does that world look like? Well, as excited as I am and have always been about decentralized cryptocurrencies, I'm that scared of central bank digital currencies, to mm -hmm. be honest. Because what people need to understand is digital currencies are programmable money. This is very exciting when you come to decentralized currencies, like, for example, Ethereum, where you can create smart contracts, where you could say, for example, you could decide, I'm going to leave some money for my children, but only when they turn 25. You could literally program it so the money would be sent to their, their, their crypto wallet when they turn 25. And you could program it. You could do real estate contracts without a lawyer. You could do all these different things that are very exciting, and they really are great. However... As with any techno technological tool, they can be used for, for evil as well. Because what could happen is, let's go back a, a month or two when everybody's talking about the Canadian truckers and they were seizing their bank accounts and, and freezing their bank accounts, things like that. Well, with programmable money, if the central bank, i.e. the Fed, the, the U.S. government is in charge of it, they could decide, oh, Eric Sammons, I didn't like that tweet you just did against against us. So therefore, I'm going to make it so you can't spend your money in your bank account. Or I'm, or you could say you're not going to be able to, or maybe a, a gun shop. They could say you can't receive money in your bank account at this gun shop because we've decided 
maybe somebody bought and used a gun for ill purpose, you know, six months ago or something like that. We're going to shut you down, your bank account down. And they can just do it literally by clicking a button on their end. And so it really is very frightening if you think about the potential for this programmable programmable money when you have a third party like a central bank in charge of it. And I would just say that I, I would want nothing to do with it. Now, we might have to use it. In that case, what I would recommend is everybody keep their money in decentralized cryptocurrencies, use them as much as possible, bartering, things like that. And then if you have to spend centralized money, then just send a little bit over there, convert it to centralized, spend it, and that's it. Because they, they would have complete control of your bank account at that point. Yes, that's one of the most concerning things that, that I heard out of the trucker convoy is that people got their 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 uh, accounts frozen, and this wasn't just a third world country. This was out. This is Canada. This is right next door. So it was very concerning. But I want to I want to be the devil's advocate here, and and I think about the the World Economic Forum slogan: "You're going to own nothing, and you're going to be happy." Isn't that essentially what it is to have crypto when crypto is just a bunch of zeros and ones on a, a blockchain? What, what do you say, you Eric? Well, I would say the same thing could be said about the U.S. dollar and the U.S. dollar true. decreases in, in value all the time. And you can it, it's literally paper now, like yeah. you know, Joe was mentioning how it used to be gold back. Now it's backed by nothing other than faith, faith okay. in the government. I mean, mm -hmm. that's literally what by the weapons of the, the US, US dollars government. is backed by. And I would also say, though, that it's very difficult for us. I understand this to wrap our heads around something like Bitcoin, because you're right. It's just zeros and ones. But it really is something that we need to understand about what, how money gets value. It really does give value based upon our decision collectively to give it value. We decided, for example, long, long ago to give gold value. Why? Because it had certain characteristics that we thought were good for money. For example, it, you couldn't just uh, replicate it easily. Uh, it wasn't easy to destroy. It was easy to break into parts. I mean, in today's standards, it wasn't. But back then, it was very easy to break into smaller units of measure. So we said, hey, this actually works for money. It was just a collective decision. It wasn't like all of a sudden gold itself has this intrinsic value. We gave it value. Mm -hmm. And the same thing is true of the U.S. dollar, frankly. We all decided, OK, we trust the U.S. government that that what it said when it says this is worth something, it's worth something. And the same thing is now true of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Collectively, people have decided, you know, this has the characteristics that makes good money. It, you can't counterfeit it. You can't uh, create new out of nothing. You, it's easy to transfer between people. And so therefore, it has value. So I think that's the case uh, with any of these, that they don't really have intrinsic value. I think that's a, I know it's a word that's used often, but I think that's really not accurate. It, it's, it's really collective value that we decide to give something. And we've, a lot of people have decided to give Bitcoin that value, just like long ago, uh, societies gave gold that type of value. You know, I, one thing that's concerning me in regards to this whole thing is the fact that, uh, like you were saying a second ago, it's not really backed by anything except for whether people decide as a collective that we're going to use this uh, as a currency. My problem is that when the U.S. government with fiat money, fiat money is, like you said, it's just because we said so. Uh, but it's a little bit more than that in the sense that it's backed by the force of the U.S. military. So if we, we have said this is valued something and the U.S. has the power to enforce that it, this is the value it has. And Bloomberg put out an article 
article saying that, you know, if you're making less than $300,000 a year, well, then then you might have an issue. But if you make more than $300,000 a year, then you're, you'll be fine. No big deal. But if you're under 300000 inflation may hurt. You're going to have to take a bus or maybe eat lentils. No one said it's going to be fun. Uh, but it's kind of absurd. So I'm thinking about this and I'm trying to figure out what's the – how – because I know you just spoke a second ago, but it's, I'm trying to wrap my head around how people can move over to a cryptocurrency if everybody agrees upon it. Well, it's not backed by the force of the U.S. government. People can just decide we're not going to use this anymore, right? Yeah, and I think that's actually the beauty of it because the fact is U.S. dollar is backed by violence. And I don't think people realize how much it is backed by violence. I think you said it very well there because it's exactly what it is. We know if, for example, if you don't pay your taxes in U.S. dollars, somebody with a gun eventually would show up at your house if you just continue to refuse to. Uh, I think, though, there's a certain beauty to the fact that gold evolved the same way. Now, eventually, of course, gold was backed by violence as well by many countries, but uh, uh, initially – it was backed simply by the decisions of lots of people. And if you think about it, that's the case of all free market uh, economies, that things are decided by the collective agreement of the people. And that's what's happening here with Bitcoin. So yes, it is plausible. I mean, Bitcoin's only been around for 13 years now. And so I don't make any claims that it has some history like gold has. I mean, the great thing about gold is it's it's we've had... Oh, Eric, your internet uh, is blitzed out I mean, on us there. We have a very short history. So I do think it's very important that we uh, remember that. But I do think, though, there's a certain beauty of that. I think it's actually a, a more, a more um, eternal, not eternal, but a, a, a more lengthy way, a, a more solid backing, frankly, than the government and, and violence. Because every single government in the world has always eventually gone away. We don't use Roman denarii anymore, do we? No, we're not going to eventually we're not going to use. Uh, I'm sorry, we're not going to use U.S. dollars because the U.S. government won't exist anymore. So eventually it all goes to nothing. Every fiat currency is always going to nothing. That hasn't happened with gold. And I think you could be arguing it won't happen with Bitcoin either because it has the same characteristics as gold. Well, I'm a little concerned on a couple of those fronts that you just sort of uh, touched upon. I mean, soon uh, China could start calling in our debt and that would have huge implications for us let alone China, Russia, Iran, and others teaming up to get rid of the U.S. dollar as that uh, global exchange, uh, that will also have huge impact on how we live our life, would it not? Yeah, I think this is something we really need to be aware of, and I don't think people are aware of it when we talk about, for example, what's happening in Ukraine with Russia and the fact that for the past 30 years we've treated Russia as an enemy, and now they're actually acting like one in a lot of ways. <laughs> well, the fact is, what do we do? We push them into the arms of China, and India is sitting there too. So here we have three of the – I mean, with India and China, the two largest, but then and also the Russia – three of the largest and most powerful countries in the world, if they decide to really unite together, it's going to it's going to really have an impact on our Western U.S. dollar based world economy, because the U.S. dollar right now is a reserve currency. But there's no reason that China and Russia and India and other countries could decide, you know, we're tired of the U.S. government telling us what to do. We're going to do it our way. We might not like it. We may want to fight it. But if they just decide to do it, it really does have a huge impact on our economy here, and which is why I think getting out of the U.S. dollar as much as possible is probably a wise thing to do, frankly. All right. We have just about a minute and a half or two minutes left in our conversation with Eric Sammons. Uh, I guess now we're down to about a minute and a half. What, what should Catholics do about this? 
Well, I think what Catholics really need to do is we need to, I mean, I don't want to give, I don't like giving investment advice. I'm not an investment advisor or a financial expert, but I would say really think about real assets. Uh, think about protecting yourself with real assets. And always traditionally, that's been things like precious metals. That's been real estate. And I do think today it's cryptocurrency, decentralized cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin. I think, and also I, I think it's ways because that can help you when inflation happens, those things keep their value uh, much more than like a US dollar. Uh, so, so look in those type of those type of investments. And I think also um, just recognize that how much inflation, if you're doing a little bit better, recognize how much inflation hurts the poor and do, do what you can to support uh, the, the ministries to the poor in your, in your area because yeah. inflation really, really hurts them much more than it does. It's not just people, I mean, obviously people with $300,000, they're fine off, uh, but somebody who's making, let's say under 30,000 or something like that, trying to support a family right. compared to maybe a middle-class person, yeah. they're really hurting from inflation. Just think about a cashless society and the homeless. I mean, yeah. it's going to get interesting, isn't it? All right, Eric Sammons, Crisis Magazine. Thank you for your time. We always appreciate your insight. Thanks so much for having me, guys. God bless you. Have a great day. That is going to do it for our number one of Catholic Drive Time. Now, as you know, as I said yesterday, it's share week at the GRN. So our second hour won't be until 9 Central, 10 Eastern. If you want to join us for that, you can always log on to our website, grnonline.com forward slash GDT. But do me a favor and support your local Catholic radio station. Wherever you're listening, Station of the Cross or the GRN, it, it matters to us that you are financially backing this apostolate. Thank you in advance. And by the way, I'm looking forward to being in Buffalo, New York this Friday and Saturday night. God bless you. I hope to see you men there at the men's conference. We'll see you at 9 a.m. Central, 10 Eastern, grnonline.com. Thank you for joining us on Your Catholic Drive Time, where it is our pleasure to keep you informed and inspired. Join us Monday through Friday at the same time, right here on your favorite Catholic radio station. Don't forget to connect with us. Just go to facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Again, that's facebook.com forward slash Catholic Drive Time. Be sure to share more than just us today. Share Jesus with everyone you meet. Bye now, and God love you. Donnie, who were the first two people God created? Adam and Eve. There you go. And what did we inherit from them? Original sin. As parents, we're the primary educators of our Catholic faith to our children. And if you don't know your Catholic faith as well as you should, that's okay. Just tune in daily to the Guadalupe Radio Network by logging online to grnonline.com. The Guadalupe Radio Network. Listen, learn, love, and pass it on. St. Benedict became a saint because he continually sought God. One Minute Monk, Abbot Placid Solari of Belmont Abbey. Benedictine monks do the same. Upon entering the monastery, a monk takes three vows. Commitment to live monastic life, stability in monastic life, and obedience. These vows are powerful words. By them, we define who we are. We state our identity. Then we spend a lifetime growing into that ideal. What about your own life? Who have you said that you are? Does your life honestly reflect your words? Is who you have said you are truly who you yearn to be? For your free copy of The Rule of St. Benedict, 
visit OneMinuteMonk.com. O-N-E MinuteMonk.com. It's important to watch our words, choose them carefully, say what we mean, and, of course, live what we say. Your Odyssey begins at the University of Dallas, the premier Catholic liberal arts university in Texas. With campuses in Irving and Italy, UD's rigorous core curriculum sets it apart. An education rooted in the great works of Catholic and Western tradition. An education that ennobles and enables students in their pursuit of wisdom, truth, and virtue. Undergraduate, graduate, and certificate programs available. Start your college odyssey at the University of Dallas today. Go to udallas.edu to learn more. To the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network Made for Mission Spring Sherathon. Please call 1 800 476 3311 to make your pledge of support to help keep Catholic Radio on the air across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Make a one time $1,500 donation or a pledge of $125 per month for a year, and you'll be eligible to win a drawing for a pilgrimage of choice for two people with select international tours. That number again to call is 1-800-476-3311. And just like that, day number two of the Spring Sherathon 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network begins. Good morning and praise the Lord for this new day. Hope you are doing well and off to a good start so far. Uh, yeah, 12 hours today to raise funds to keep uh, your local Catholic radio station on the air. And that's how it works. And we go on, we give you a phone number, and we ask you to support us. And that's, uh, and we, we, yesterday was a good day. We're on track. And uh, so let's just pray for a great day today. Uh, my name is Dave Palmer. I serve as the executive director of the North Texas uh, station KTH 910 AM. And uh, happy to have done so for 
many, many years now, and I'm also delighted uh, to be on the air this morning with uh, our North Texas assistant, Cecil Anderson. Cecil, good morning. How are you? I am doing wonderfully, Dave. Good morning. It is a fabulous morning to raise money for Catholic Radio. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it certainly is. Uh, before we even give out the phone number, we like to start with prayer and, uh, let's, let's kind of prioritize our day. Do you have the, uh, the, 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 the beginning prayer? Yes. yes. So absolutely. if you don't mind saying that, let's, let's start with that. Absolutely. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, we thank you that you have sustained the Guadalupe radio network through the generosity of our listeners. We lift each one of them in prayer to you this day. Dear Jesus, along with the intercession of our Blessed Mother Mary, we pray that you will touch, enlighten, and open the eyes of all our hearts so that we will hear your word and hear your teaching. We prayerfully ask for your continued blessing upon the Guadalupe Radio Network, that we remain steadfast in our media ministry to spread your truth. Jesus, bless our listeners and hear their prayers. You know their hearts, you know their needs. Enrich their lives with your Holy Spirit. Protect them from harm and bring back our lost family members into your fold. Thank you, Jesus, for the daily showering of the abundant blessings that you send our way. We are your servants. Guide our hearts, our hands, and our voices that we may give glory to God. We ask all this in your precious name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. In the name Amen. of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. All right. Thanks so much, Cecil. And all right. So now that we've prayed and we've given honor and glory to God and asked for his intercession, of course, all the intercessions of the saints and angels in heaven as well. Now it's time to uh, tell you what is going on this hour. <laughs> okay. Uh, I'll tell you real quickly what's going on this hour. And then, Cecil, I know you were listening and paying attention, I think, running the board uh, yesterday as we closed out. We had a very uh, exciting finish, uh, but I don't think we rang the bell. I don't think we thanked a lot of the folks from the last hour, so we're going to do that. And uh, let me just say that this hour, the goal is $8,000, and uh, we uh, it's it's just $8,000. If we do that, then uh, we will be off on a good track, and we, we rarely miss the first hour. So I just want to encourage people to get uh, things off to a good start. We always say, you know, the first hour of the share overall sets the tone for the whole share And yesterday we had a good first hour. Mm -hmm. uh, the first hour of the day kind of sets the tone for that day. So we want to make sure we hit this goal, $8,000. And if you want to participate, dear uh, listeners and friends, call 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. And uh, let's get started. And we have all, a whole bunch of different levels that Cecil can tell us about here in just a moment. But let me thank a few people, if you don't mind, Cecil. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, our last donor yesterday was Brenda in San Antonio, listening to 89.7 FM. Uh, she donated $168 uh, one time. And, you know, Toy always makes fun of me because I, when I see an unusual number like that, I'm thinking, is there something behind that? <laughs> there is there some, some meaning? <laughs> and uh, she said, pray for my mom, who is 89 and ill. So we, we certainly lift up your, your dear mother in prayer. Mm -hmm. uh, Brenda, thank you very much. And then the other donors from yesterday, we had uh, Sherry calling in uh, and Bill and Sherry, in fact, pray for peace and for an end to abortion uh, from Fredericksburg. And uh, they donated uh, $500 plus the credit card charges. And so thank you. They put it on a credit card. So they're going to um, uh, get the uh, Donna Corey Gibson CD, which we'll tell you a whole lot more about here in just a moment. And then we heard also for uh, from Joan in San Antonio, $30 a month at the Guardian Angel level. And uh, she said, please uh, pray for all the children, her children, to return to the faith. She listens every day. She's from St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish there in San Antonio. And I think that does it. I think that's all the people that we didn't thank yesterday. And so now we're off and running. We got one person on the line. And so... Uh, 
Let's let's do this, huh, Cecil? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That number to call again is one eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. Bob, one of our fabulous volunteers, is taking a call right now. We have uh, volunteers kind of spread out across the network today in uh, DC. Um, and Alabama and San Antonio are going to be at different times throughout the day. Uh, so they're all standing by to take your call. And you know, Dave, that the other volunteers are just staring at Bob going, Bob got the first call. I want my first call, too. <laughs> so pick up the phone right now if you want to help us support Catholic Radio and keep us on the air. Uh, 1-800-476-3311. And uh, Dave was mentioning that there's lots of different uh, appreciation gifts and levels that you can donate at. Um, but first, I think we got to say our theme is Made for Mission, Dave, which yes. I absolutely love. This is my first hour on uh, the share this year and uh, Made for Mission. I just love that theme. And uh, the reason why we chose that theme is because of this fantastic fantastic talk that Father John Ricardo gave in the Dallas area for our summer speaker series. Um, and it, the talk is called The Church in Mission. And uh, it was an event that Dave, you and I were both at. And I think you mentioned on the air yesterday that that day we were, you were very busy and you almost didn't hear most of the talk. And yeah, so, no, getting... I, I don't remember any of it. <laughs> and so I felt like I was in a pretty similar place. So when I re-listened to it, I did remember more than I thought, but um, it is a fantastic, like, 50-minute talk um, that he touches on so many things and it's in a very empowering thing. He talks about, obviously, everything that's going on in the world um, and, obviously, it's, it's, it's concerning. But he also is really... Uh, it really hits home how that we are here for a reason and we all have a mission and how, and it just was very encouraging. I don't know. Um, but everyone who calls in at 1-800-476-3311 will be getting that talk no matter what size your donation is, which is really, really exciting. So you could give $5, you could give $5,000 and you are going to get the link to this video. Uh, it's a video. You can listen to it or you can watch it as well. Um, and you're going to get that in your email tonight. So it's instant. You're going to be able to listen to it tonight. It's a great Lenten uh, talk to listen to as well. So pick up the phone right now if you want to get that talk from Father Ricardo. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We got one person on the phone. Yeah, and uh, I was just reminded uh, that uh, Brenda, who we thanked a moment ago, was our short person last oh, awesome. night. Uh, because now now it's all coming back, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Is that, remember, we needed a whole lot, and uh, we were down to like $2,500 that we still had to raise, and a short person came through, and uh, Toyer and I were thinking, gosh, this is going to be a really big short person. But then uh, several other people made large donations that brought it down to $168. So that also answers the question, well, why she donated $168. So now... <laughs> Oh, my all my curiosity is uh, is, is gone. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it wasn't. Brenda just said, "Hey, whatever you need," I, and I think she probably would have been willing to do two thousand, and and she ended up with one hundred sixty eight. So uh, th- thanks so much, uh, Brenda, for for coming in. Because really, if she if she hadn't done that, we would not have hit that goal. All right, one eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven one eight hundred four seven six three three one one. Day two, hour one, Spring Shareathon twenty twenty two, and this is the opportunity for you to just let your voice be heard and say, you know what, I love the message of uh, Catholic Radio on the Guadalupe Radio Network. It's helped me. It's I'm a better mother. I'm a better father. I'm a better employee, you know, parishioner, you know, child of God. I'm going to confession more often. You know, I'm talking to my kids about things that are really substantial, and it's really helping our relationship. If that's any of those are true, please give back and, and help support this station that you're listening to, 800-476-3311, because we still have $8,000 to raise uh, this hour. Uh, you know, I will say, Cecil, uh, so, so you're, you're absolutely right. When I was emceeing the event, you know, Father Ricardo is one of my, my favorite speakers. I think he is just, there's something about the way he speaks, the way mm. he communicates 
just such an important message. And I, and, but I, I had so much going on in my mind and who's going to come up next and what do I say and where's my script and all that. But when I listened and watched the, you know, the, the gift that we're giving away, this uh, 50, 50 minute talk by uh, Father John Ricardo the other night, boy, it blew me away. I mean, it just, it, it, this whole idea of we are born, you know, to be missionaries. We have a role in all this. We're not just passive observers. Mm-hmm. We're at war. And, and I don't mean Ukraine. I mean, we're at war with the devil. And, uh, we've got to participate. We got to fight back. We got to resist. We, we, you know, and it, it just, it inspired me. I mean, my heart was pounding. Mm-hmm. It was, it was so good. So I just encourage everybody listening right now, please give something because we'll send this to you as a special gift and you'll be helping out. And whatever you can do, uh, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. And, uh, we also have what's called a, a guardian angel level, Cecil. Yes, we do. The guardian angel level is that $30 a month or, uh, 361 time we kind of call that our dollar a day and uh if you donate at that level you will be entered into a drawing for that's just for people today who donate uh at that level or higher and today it is a lenovo chromebook duet 5 13.3 oled by the way i looked up what oled meant because i was like i can't say something i don't understand (laughs) i still don't understand actually i should say it's organic light uh emitting dioid oh of course yeah of course yeah it's just like off the top of my tongue anyhow um it's a touchscreen tablet with uh, 8 gigabytes memory, um, a 128 uh, gigabyte solid state drive with a keyboard. And that's valued at about $500. So tomorrow morning, you're going to do the drawing and someone is going to win this uh, Lenovo Chromebook. And uh, I think yesterday, I don't know, David, was there like 70, 60 people in the drawing? Yeah, so it's, not, yeah. it's, it's a pretty good ch- opportunity. So if you can call in right now at 1-800-476-3311, you can uh, get into that drawing by donating $30 a month or three sixty one time. And that was donated, that Chromebook was donated by the Knights of Columbus Council number 9291, St. John Newman in San Antonio. So thank you so much to the Knights. I love the Knights. They're always getting things done in the church. <laughs> <laughs> they sure are. And right? donating uh, Chromebook, uh, Lenovo Chromebooks too. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> um, among all the other things that they do. So yes, yeah, so that's a $30 a month donation uh, or more, or three sixty one time or more. And uh, again, thanks to the Knights of Columbus at St. John Newman Parish in San Antonio for purchasing that for us and uh, you know the, the Donna Corey Gibson uh uh, the downloadable album is what we're calling it. It's 14 songs. It's called The Way of the Cross. And she she wrote, basically wrote using the writings of uh, various saints and holy people like Mother Angelica and St. Jose Maria Escriva and Padre Pio, St. Padre Pio, and uh, and has a, has a different uh, uh, song for each one of the stations of the cross. And what an awesome thing to listen to and meditate on during Lent. And that's our NFP gift. It's Never Forget Plan, and that means if you do that $30 a month or 361 times, or more and instead of you know getting reminders in the mail and writing a check you know putting it into the mailbox and all that if you just put it on a credit card or bank draft and make it simple and easy for us and you uh, we'll send you that uh, downloadable uh, audio album by Donna Corey Gibson called the way of the cross that's why it's called never forget plan (laughs) and then uh, my I just light up with this level here. Uh, the the archangel level. We're gonna, without a doubt, Cecil needs several of these yes. this hour in order to hit this goal. 
Absolutely. The Archangel donation is that $1,500 donation or $125 a month. And we call it also our pilgrimage donation because everyone who donates at that level is entered into a drawing that we're going to have in a few weeks to uh, possibly win a pilgrimage for two with select international tours. And there are so many different locations you can choose. And it can be any time in the next year. you got the Danube River Cruise, which I know Dave went on. Uh, and there's an optional extension to the, the, the Passion Play that I'll for, not try to pronounce the first part of that. Uh, the Holy Land, Italy, Fatima, Lourdes, Spain, uh, they got Mexico City, the Shrine of Our Lady Guadalupe. I did that last summer, and it's an absolutely beautiful experience. So if you call in and you donate $1,500 one time or $125 a month, you have this chance to win an, a beautiful experience. You know, pilgrimages are different than vacations, Dave. You know, they're, they're, oh, yeah. it's, it is such a beautiful, intentional spiritual trip that you take and uh i love asking people for prayers that i can take with me when you visit holy sites um and it's it's you've been on a few dave and i've been on a couple and they're it's just it's usually a life-changing experience that you go on yeah, it is. And uh, in, in addition to visiting all these amazing places, you, you get to meet friends for life. I was mentioning yesterday about how uh, one gentleman uh, actually texted me yesterday during the, the Sherathon and said, hey, I want to be the short person. And it was a gentleman that I had been on the Danube Riverboat Cruise wow. with. And so it, you know, and he has, he and his wife have come into town. We've gone out to lunch. And it, you just, you, you, you make a connection on a pilgrimage with people that I don't think you otherwise will because you're sharing holy experiences. You're going to daily mass. You're, it, it, there's just something special about it that uh, is life changing, and, and, and I I hope one day to go to an, on, on another one. I hope my my wife and I can do one because I went on this one by myself, representing the GRN to the Danube Riverboat Cruise. All right, Cissa, so we've got to get serious here. I know. Uh, nobody is on the line. One eight hundred four seven six three three one one eight thousand dollars is our goal. And uh, again, somebody out there, you know, pick up the phone and say, you know what, I am going to get this hour started. Uh, with my 30 a month, with my 50 a month, 101 time, whatever your level is. Maybe you came into this, you know, Sherathon thinking, you know, at some point during this week, I'm going to, I'm going to call in and donate. I don't know if it's going to be Thursday or Tuesday or Friday or what, but please do it right now because, you know, as Toya mentioned yesterday, you know, this is, this is your moment. You know, you, you're listening right now. There's a lot of people that aren't listening that may listen later on and then they can take care of things then. Mm-hmm, uh, 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. And then, Cecil, of course, with the Archangel level, you get a fascinating fact. Okay, that's that's like way <laughs> I down. I forgot to mention that very key part of it. <laughs> I like how yesterday, Dave, your fascinating facts turned into uh, fascinating uh, Bible jokes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it took a turn. Yeah. And were, Toy yeah. actually got the punchline of several of those. Yeah. I was very impressed. <laughs> yeah, they, they, yeah, they weren't really fascinating facts. They were yeah. fascinating jokes. And so <laughs> I may have a couple more of those for you this morning. Gotcha. Because uh, I fully expect that we will get uh, some uh, uh, some. Archangel to come through. And the last thing I want to mention is the Seraphim donation. Ooh. And uh, a Seraphim, of course, the highest of the choirs of angels, uh, the very name means fighter because they're so close to God and, and, so, and, and as close in likeness to him as, uh, as any creature. And uh, we, uh, that's a $5,000 donation. Indeed. And so that, that's not for everybody, but I will say yesterday, within the first two hours, yes. we had three of them. We did. Uh, and I don't think there were any after that, unless I'm mistaken. I don't but, believe uh, so. No. Yeah, but you had a lot of donations. And we had a $3,000 in the penultimate hour yesterday, but, uh, but uh, now after that, after the first two hours, it was pretty much done. Hey, uh, Dave, so, we yeah. have some good news and some bad news. <laughs> the good news is we have our first donation of the day and of the hour, which is really exciting, but the bad news is that there's no one on the phone. So I'm 
I'm going to give out the phone number real quick before I announce this. It's 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. 18 minutes have passed, and we just have one donation in. We're going to need lots of hands to help us uh, chip away at this $8,000 goal. Uh, so please call in right now. If you can do that Archangel donation, the $1,500, that would be really helpful to kind of start getting us uh, further um, down further to our goal um, before uh, before too long because as the time passes uh, Dave and I start sweating a little bit more and it and you know anxiety <laughs> rises a little bit but I have full faith in all of our GRN family listening right now that they can call in and help us whatever the donation whatever size 1-800-476-3311 let's light up those phone lines but I want to thank our friend James Allen in Houston 1430 AM KSHJ listener he gave uh, $25 one time plus a credit card fee he goes to St. John Vianney in the Houston area. And James Allen is one of those people who calls in a lot during our share thons and such a faithful, he volunteers, I think also on Tuesdays at the Houston call center. He is one of those people who's all in yeah, with, uh, yeah. with our share thons and with the GRN. I've spoken with him many times on the phone and he's just a delight. And I really appreciate, he always likes to help energize the hours by getting those donations in. Yeah, typically he his his message or his prayer is, uh, "Come on, everybody, let's uh, let's support the Guadalupe Radio Network. Let's uh, support this charathon." And so he's he's a cheerleader in a sense, and he's uh, like like you say, he's all in. He volunteers. He I can't remember a charathon in recent memory, at least the last five, six, seven years, where uh, James Allen did not play a role in it in in calling in. He often calls in multiple times, and you know he's the kind of guy that you know saw that things were a little bit slow and said, "You know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call in. I'll be." the first caller of the day so he, he certainly was and so thank you james allen we need uh, a, a thousand james allens out there if we did <laughs> we would never we'd have to get more volunteers because we'd get, be getting so many calls all right so one call is being processed right now one donation is being put in and we need you to call in and help out this morning 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 so so you know with 20 minutes uh elapsed in the hour and an eight thousand dollar goal still needs seventy nine seventy four. I would like to know if there is somebody out there that has the capacity to do something big mm -hmm. like the you know the five thousand we received yesterday uh a six thousand dollar which came in the second hour yesterday morning so if you're out there and you're you kind of like you know I, when would my donation have the, the 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 best impact when you know i'm going to do something big i just I prayerfully encourage you to do it now uh, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Yeah, two. All right, we're off, we're off and running, there we sister. Go. Here we go. Let's get to 3. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. I love seeing the phone lines light up. It uh, means that, you know, people are hearing our voices. They're feeling a little impulse of the Holy Spirit to call in right now. Uh, so pick up the phone and join them so we can get up maybe to five calls. I think the record was uh, eight, nine calls yesterday? Nine calls? Yeah, uh, I think I think eight officially, but... Uh, eight I, I, li I like that. Uh, All right. I, I like I'm nine better. <laughs> Let's not let the truth the get away. The <laughs> 10 calls is where everyone wants to be, really. So pick up the phone right now, 1-800-476-3311. One of them dropped off, so you got to get on there. So we have one call on uh, and help us get, get up to 10, possibly. 1-800-476-3311. Do you want to announce this next donation, Dave? Yeah, this is a, a member of the Perpetual Light Society. We've only done this for two share now. And what it is, Martin from Houston, $100 a month donation. And uh, what, what Martin has agreed to is 
is to keep his donation perpetual. That means that he doesn't have to call in every Shirathon. Okay, so his $100 a month, so he's a, a spring $100 a month donor until he tells us, hey, I need to stop for whatever reason. And that's perfectly fine if somebody needs to stop or change it. Mm-hmm. But uh, until we hear otherwise, we're going to announce Martin every spring, $100 a month. He's still going to be eligible for like the, the uh, appreciation gift, yes. the Lenovo for this, uh, you know, for example. And I don't know if he put it on a credit card. He'll get the, the Father John Ricardo. Tonight he's going to get the Father John Ricardo <laughs> talk. And he uh, maybe today he was really busy and he wasn't able to listen. He's going, oh, okay. Well, they, I, you know, they entered <laughs> my, my donation. Uh, so those are really, really helpful to, to be in that perpetual light society. So when you call in and donate, uh, the volunteer may ask you, you know, do you want to make your donation perpetual? And if you don't want to, that's fine. But if you want to, you will officially be in the perpetual light society. Okay. Did that, did that make sense? I think so, Dave. Uh, we have two people on the phone. <laughs> Uh, that's a very exciting 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 we're raising funds to keep catholic radio on the air right where you're listening and uh so far from our eight thousand dollar goal we've raised one thousand two hundred and twenty six dollars leaving six thousand seven hundred and seventy four to go two people on the line and uh, i'm trying to math in my head really quickly 37 minutes left in the hour uh, th- uh, uh yep that's exactly right <laughs> i didn't yeah. go into math for a reason but 37 <laughs> minutes left in the hour and that time goes by so fast um, so please help us pick up the f- uh, phone right now and call in whatever you can do whatever donation you know many hands make light work and the more people like if the phone lines we just had like perpetually six or seven people on the line Dave we would hit this goal no worries no matter what size everyone was giving I think 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 but as you know the hour goes on we start having to be like oh we really need some of those archangels and the seraphims to help us hit this goal uh, but can you call in and just donate whatever you can 1-800-476-3311 Adrian and Mark are taking calls right now Yes, they are. And, uh, you know, I, I would be very excited if we started getting uh, more calls coming in. And, uh, you know, I, I we, we joke a lot about this. Uh, I know you're out there kind of thing. And <laughs> what I mean by it, even though uh, everybody likes to make fun of me when I say this, is that we're, we're aware that you know, there's a lot of folks that are listening right now, and for whatever reason, you haven't called in, and maybe in your particular case, it's just it's just not possible. And we ask you to please pray and promote, uh, do the other two Ps, and uh, but for most of you, you can do something, and we just ask you to just do what you can. And you know, I, I love yesterday we had that uh, Ed and Wiley call in, and uh, for some reason, the the donation came through as five dollars one time, and Toy and I were like, thank you, thank you, Ed, and uh, you know, God bless you for your donation. Well, it turned out he actually. Actually, had donated five thousand, so then we made the connection. But the point is, is that we were we were happy with a five dollar uh, donation, and then we find out it was actually was a, a few zeros missing. Yeah, just a and, few. And and you know, and we were happy with that as well. And, yes. and so uh, you know, whatever you can give, you can give, and whatever donation you're going to get that Father Ricardo. And I ask you, please, please, please watch it tonight if possible, and then tomorrow when we're talking about it on the air, you can say, oh yeah, you know, and I like that part too, and uh, you, you know, you can you can kind of participate in the excitement of that uh, that talk because it's really good. 800-476-3311, 800-476-3311. Looking for caller number three, Cecil. Yes, 
476-3311. Pick up the phone now because these calls are going to start dropping off when we back down to zero and we'll start all, all over again. But we want to get up to maybe five calls in the next couple of minutes. So pick up the phone, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, you know, Dave, I got to take some of the calls yesterday. I actually took the first call of the Sharathon yesterday. I didn't, oh, I wow, didn't realize it. I didn't realize until afterwards. <laughs> it was Suzanne from Germantown, uh, Maryland. Yes. Um, and uh, uh, some of the calls I was taking, uh, you know, when I would, uh, I remember one lady, she was just very much like, I know I don't, I can't give much right now. I was looking at my checkbook, but if I'm able to work it out later on this week, I'm going to call in again. And I was like, that is just such a beautiful, sacrificial way of looking at it. She was just, you know, literally counting up what she could do. And that was such a beautiful way, especially in the season of Lent, you know, prayer, fasting and almsgiving. Um, and very, very beautiful. So whatever you can give, please call in right now and help us chip away at this goal. Because like Dave has said many times, that first hour of a day really does set the tone. And we never want to start the day by not hitting a goal. And uh, I, I, I have full confidence in the GRN family that the Holy Spirit will be moved in them and that they will uh, call in and do what they can. Um, but we got to get those phone lines uh, you know, lit up even more. We have still have two people on the line. Love to see that third caller. We seem to be at a block day. We can't get past two yeah, callers. Yeah, no, two, two- <laughs> Okay, all right, let's get real serious now. Those of you who are listening and you love the station and your walk with our Lord is uh, enhanced because of the daily programming you hear, all right, now Ooh. is the time to call in. Let's see if we can. Oh, wow. You want to announce this one? This yes. is, uh, this is exciting. Yes, it is. <laughs> I better um, dig up a fascinating fact. Yes, not to you give do. anything away, oh, right? Oh, not to spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> Had to steal your thunder <laughs> he there. He did, he did. But John from Plano, Texas, a 9, 10 a.m. listener up in our neck of the wood. Woods, uh, he gave the pilgrimage, uh, level the $125 a month. He did it plus the credit card fees, which makes it about $127 a month, which we really, really appreciate. Um, he goes to Christ the King Parish in Dallas. It's a beautiful parish in Dallas. I've attended it over Christmas and it was gorgeous. Um, and he says that he loves Father John Ricardo. That's how Catholic Radio has changed his life. So he definitely is donating with that, you know, talk in mind, Dave, to get that. And his prayer request is for restoration of our Catholic faith and for our four children and nine grandchildren. Wow, he has been blessed. Thank you so much, John, for that. We were asking for a pilgrimage donation to kind of help us chip away larger chunks at our $8,000 goal. And thanks to him, we now have 5242 to go. And three people on the line, Dave. We've reached three. Let's get all that right, first person all right. on. It's happening, Cecil. It is. <laughs> Come on, pick up the phone. 1-800-476-3311. Okay, are you ready for uh, a fascinating joke? <laughs> <laughs> I like how we just completely changed this. But yeah, yes, right. I am, uh, I hey, am. you know, rule, rules are meant to be bent, right? All okay, right, here, here we go. Who was, and, and I know, uh, I hate to say this, because, but sometimes it's true, you know, uh, well, I don't hate to say that you're a convert, but, but you know, <laughs> Cecil uh, is, a, is a kind of a baby Catholic still. You've been a Catholic for uh, how many years now? Uh, six this Easter. Yeah, and and to the to our non-Catholic, uh, you know, brethren and sisterin, uh, their credit, you know, a lot of times Protestants really know Scripture, and so yes. I got high expectations oh for you here, sis. So <laughs> I'm going to be an embarrassment for, for all, by, <laughs> yeah, for many many years of your life. <laughs> and I and I know from the, you know the the contest we've had on air, like on our Back to the Father show, you are a Scripture fan. So, anyways, with all that said, <clears throat> who was the greatest comedian? In the Bible. Now, and of course, oh, this is a, it's a joke, and so, you know, don't take it too literally. You know, the, uh, the greatest comedian in the Bible. All right, Ooh. so we have a chance to think. While you're thinking, I'm going to go ahead and uh, thank. Uh, oh, wow, oh, look, my at gosh, this. look at oh, this. Oh, my goodness. Because uh, uh, you're, you're, you're pondering, so do you mind if I, yes, I thank these do. folks uh, as you ponder away? <laughs> yes, <I do. laughs> All right, Christopher and Lauren in San Antonio, Texas. Uh, 
they are uh, our second arch- archangel donors, and and then Ben. They're actually a, they're a cherubim donation. Okay, a cherubim. I, I love the angels. I just get into them. I think it's so amazing that there are incorporeal creatures out there that we can't see, but they're there. Uh, $2,500, okay, is a cherubim wow. donation. They're from St. Matthew's Parish, uh, and uh, they said that Catholic Radio keeps them grounded as they are getting pulled in 50 different directions, and I certainly <laughs> can relate to that. And they pray for peace in Ukraine and the movement of the Holy Spirit. Wow. All right, so since you have more time to think about I that did. joke, uh, Christopher and Lauren, God bless you. We'll have a fascinating factor joke for you when we come back. And uh, we still need 2742 to go. Uh, give us a call, 800 476 3311. Day two, hour one, Spring Sherathon 2022. We'll be back with more of the 2022 Made for Mission Spring Sherathon on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this. On a long, dusty road to your death On a tree, tired and weary And weakened and struggling You fall a second time Bright as fall, give me hope Along my own way That you're never too tired Of me falling away You help me get up
Welcome back to the 2022 Guadalupe Radio Network Made for Mission Spring share Please call 1-800-476-3311 to make a pledge of support to help keep your Catholic radio station on the air. That's 1-800-476-3311. And it is our number one, day number two, Spring share 2022 here on the Guadalupe Radio Network with a theme of Made for Mission. And we all were made for mission, and we have a very, very specific call and duty and uh obligation to our fellow man and to our Lord, and we'll be talking about that throughout the day today. And uh, my name is Dave Palmer, along with Cecil Anderson. And Cecil, we have, uh, don't look now, but 24 minutes to go. (laughs) Uh, But uh, $2,642 still to raise. It's been a good hour so far, but we've got to close this out. It's an $8,000 goal, $5,358 has been raised so far and uh phone number 800-476-3311 and uh nobody is on the line oh, right no. now but we do have a few people to thank and uh, 800-476-3311 now when we last were speaking Cecil uh, I had posed a uh a little trivia joke to oh, you yes. and uh you indicated that you think you might know the answer to this right Yes would you like to refresh us on what the joke was real quick <laughs> yeah. just so I make sure I'm still thinking about it right yeah so the, the like, what was not going to make much sense Yeah right uh, okay I asked you and I have another one uh, for our, our wonderful oh, yes. uh, uh, other donation that came through. Uh, uh, who was the greatest comedian in the Bible? So, because I was raised Protestant, as you brought up, Dave, I do, did have a little book of Christian jokes, Bible jokes, growing <laughs> up. So, I think I remember this one. And it took me a minute. It took me a minute. I'm still getting my okay. coffee, but I believe it was. I hope I'm right. Samson, because he brought the house down. Very good. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. There so, we go. So you, you didn't realize when you were a child looking through the, the, the Bible jokes that you were preparing <laughs> yourself for your career. Exactly. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> and uh, all right. So we also have uh, that wonderful cherubim donation that came through from San Antonio. And uh, this one actually has several answers. You probably know this one back okay. from when you were reading your joke book as a child. <laughs> uh, when uh, when was baseball played in the in the Bible. Oh. Okay. When was oh, baseball? And there's actually several answers to this. They're pretty oh. funny. So I actually stumped you. Good. Yeah, because yeah, that, that, that one, especially if there's several answers, then I, I'm not even sure if I have an idea for this one. Yeah, I don't oh, think I, okay. I don't think I know. Okay, please enlighten right. me, Dave, I and all the other li- and all the listeners. <laughs> all right. So, uh, well, first of all, the Bible begins in the be- in the beginning. Oh in the my big- gosh! Okay, see, so you haven't heard that one, huh? <laughs> no. Okay, yeah, it begins in the bi- in the big inning. Okay, you got that. Uh-huh. Uh, Eve stole first. Oh my gosh! Uh, Adam stole second. Uh, Cain struck out Abel. And I don't, I don't get this one. You tell okay, me what I, I don't quite get this one. The Giants and the Angels were rained out. They're uh, that, baseball teams, Giants and Angels. Yeah, yeah I know that yeah, part. Yeah. But did they talk about like the the, the flood? Or, yes, or? I'm a. Oh, the Giants. Nah, yeah, that one's a little bit more of a stretch. Yeah. I'd say <laughs> a little bit more of a stretch. They had yeah. us in the first half. But yeah, they they, <laughs> they, they, they they had to just pick two you know things from the Bible. <laughs> you know the the Yankees and the the Mariners. I guess didn't quite absolutely. you know work. But uh, all right, well, well we'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're listening right now and want more quality. Uh, Bible jokes, <laughs> please pick up the phone and call us. And that's uh, the only privilege to the people who give the $1,500 donations. Of course, everyone gets to hear it, though. But if you want to hear one, uh, go ahead and call in 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Dave, we've only had uh, six people donate so far this hour, but they've been very generous. And we've been able to get our goal, our $8,000 goal down to $2,591 to go. And we have two more people to thank, but there's no one on the phone right now. So please pick up the phone and help us get this last uh, bit um, 
taken care of. We have 21 minutes left in the hour, and those are going to go by so fast. So pick up the phone and call 1-800-476-3311. I want to thank Tom and Adrian in Birmingham, Alabama, or Leeds, Alabama, uh, listening to the 1480 AM station out there. Uh, they go to uh, St. Barnabas in Birmingham, Alabama, gave $100 one time, and they said the way that Catholic Radio changes their life is they listen daily all the time. It helps form my faith and encourages and informs me about the faith around the world. And uh, that's a that's a beautiful uh, representation of our you know listeners who are listening all the time and how they're being inspired and informed all the time uh, so thank you so much tom and adrian i think adrian is one of our volunteers this morning so that's really extra pulling double duty over there uh, so thank you so much for that generous gift and then we also have lorenzo in kermit texas i love the name of that city by the way kermit texas just makes me think green thoughts um oh my goodness dave <laughs> i think we found your second call well, yeah actually richard richard reyna can do a much better imitation of Kermit the Frog. <laughs> I, you, you'd really rather much be with him on the air. But gotcha. anyway, that, that's my little imitation. Yeah, absolutely. He listens to uh, 91.5 uh, in Kermit and uh, gave $50 one time plus the credit card fees. Thank you so much, Lorenzo. And how Catholic Radio has changed his life is it gives me strength to wake up in a better mood, go to work in a better mood, and have fun. That is a beautiful way that Catholic Radio has affected his life. Yeah, because if you're learning more about your faith, Dave, and if you are, you're, it's more in, you know, like it becomes the center and focus of your life, you will get through the hard days with a better mood. Yeah, I mean, it gives, you, it gives you a whole different perspective. I mean, that's one thing that I've learned through uh, understanding my faith a little bit better is you kind of, you see the big picture. I mean, especially like with what we've all been through the last couple of years, and, you know, you, you realize that, you know, even if, God forbid, and, you know, we, we, we all know people who have passed away from the pandemic, but that's not the end of the story, and it doesn't mean we don't protect ourselves and be careful. And, Absolutely. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it, we can't just hyper-focus on this world because we know that uh, there's a promise of uh, something beyond that. And so, uh, I, 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 you know, Lorenzo is happier because he's listening to Catholic Radio, and uh, God bless him. I'm so happy to hear that. And, uh, yeah, and Adrian is a volunteer who is helping right now and we are so grateful that uh that that she she called in and uh, her husband tom as well so thank you for that for them 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 and uh pat is now taking a call i think Yay. this may be the first pat call that pat has taken because i haven't seen uh, his or her name uh, pop up as a volunteer yet so all right somebody called in pat got a call let's get some more calls we're down to twenty five hundred ninety one dollars and you kind of alluded to this a moment ago so so is that we've had some really big donations. We, have. we had $100 a month. We had a, a 127 a month. We had uh, $2,500. But what were, you know, and, and praise God for those and the other three as well. But let's get the, the volume of calls. Let's get yes. a lot of people calling in with their $50 one time, their $25 one time, 10 a month, 30 a month, whatever fits your budget. Uh, call now. Let's let's get those 10 all at the same time. That That is what really energizes an hour is the lots of calls because we want to know that you're out there. Of course, I know you're out there, but I want I want confirmation. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Second person jumped on the phone, Dave. 1-800-476-3311. Can we get up to five calls? I think our uh, so far, our, we've gotten up to three. I think that's the most we've gotten up to this hour. 1-800-476-3311. We have $2,591 to go. We've uh, already raised $5,409 this hour thanks to the generosity of the six people who have called in already uh can you help us uh finish out this hour strong donate what you can 
remember everyone who calls in is this share no matter what the donation size is is going to get that uh video download link i don't that was probably not the best way of describing you're gonna get in your email tonight this talk <laughs> that, that father john ricardo um gave uh, called the church in mission is that that's, that's the right name right the church in mission uh yes the church admission and uh, it's a fantastic keynote that he gave at one of our events here in the dallas area um about uh how we need to god wants his world back and how we need or we are his agents to help do that to help uh bring about change to help change hearts and it's a fantastic uh talk and it really just is inspiring so anyone who calls in at 1-800-476-3311 no matter what size your donation is is going to get that in your email tonight and you can listen to it tonight uh it's a it's a great way to kind of also we're kind of halfway through lent dave and i feel like it's one of those things that really helps you revamp your lent because it really makes you uh refocus and be uh like yes i am called here for a reason and i need to remember what that my mission is in life so call in right now and join the two people on the phone right now and we can get up to three or four or five and ten calls you know just skip a few and get up there one eight hundred four seven six. skip a few <laughs> I, I don't know how that works <laughs> Well, I was saying, like, you know, I'm not going to have to, I'm not going to count all the way to 10. I can't. Oh, count I got gotcha. you. Okay. Give okay. a few, 9, 10, you know? <laughs> I know, maybe we just have like four, but we call it 10. Okay. I, I like that. Eight, that 800-476-3311. Okay. Bob is taking a call and Pat is taking a call. Let's get that third and fourth and uh, in the ones that we're going to skip in between that Cecil's talking about. Uh, 800-476-3311. Now, I'm telling you, if you want to really, really energize us and get us excited, uh, you know, Toya often says you control our emotions because you <laughs> yes. know we're, we're, we're just sitting here uh, you know people on the air giving a phone number out and uh, you know trying to encourage you <clears throat> to uh, you know just kind of recall how important it is that these stations stay on the air uh, and otherwise it, it's all in your hands and you know thanks be to god we've had uh, eight calls so far this hour including the two that are on right now but you know we, we like to have 30 or 40 per hour mm. that makes for a great hour we're far from there and so now the third one just uh, oh, jumped yay. on marty has taken a call so thank you marty 800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 15 minutes to go no pressure uh Cecil, no pressure but 15 <laughs> minutes to go okay yeah absolutely no pressure but pick up the phone right now and call one 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Can we beat our three callers at one school uh, this hour? Um, get up to four or five people calling in. That would really give us um, a lot of hope that we could knock this goal out of the park today. Um, again, we have about $2,500 remaining. And you can, can you give $360 one time or $30 a month? That's our dollar a day gift. And you'll be entered into the drawing for the Lenovo Chromebook uh, that you'll find out tomorrow your general manager in your area will call you and say, hey, you won a Lenovo Chromebook, um, which is very, you know, <laughs> exactly like that. That's exactly how they're going to say, hey. Hey. <laughs> you can see I clearly don't do these calls. <laughs> but, but you might want to say, hey, good morning. How hey, are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, you won a Lenovo Chromebook. Yeah, watch this. It's like the wrong number, too. <laughs> and they just hang up Oops. after that. Yeah. And that's valued at about $500. So, um it, you not only could be uh, you're supporting guarantee you're supporting Catholic Radio, but you have a chance of winning that. It's a little bit of icing on the cake, right? Um, so call in right now one eight hundred four seven six three three one 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 eight hundred four seven six thirty three eleven. And if you do the thirty dollars a month or three sixty one time or more on your and put it on your credit card bank auto draft, we call that our never forget plan, the NFP plan, and. Um, 
all of those people are going to be getting this album that you've been hearing yesterday and today, uh, the Catholic music album, The Way of the Cross by Donna Corey Gibson. And it's an amazing album, Dave. I love that she that someone took the time to make these beautiful songs about the Stations of the Cross, all 14 of them. Yeah, you know, she she explains, I, I was able to do an interview with her, and she explains how it all came about. First of all, it was her, you know, listeners and fans who uh, encouraged her to do it and funded the the uh, project. She had like a 50-piece orchestra that wow. was uh, that was part of it. And uh, she, and I asked her, well, how, what are the lyrics? And she went and she found writings of the saints, like St. Padre Pio and St. John Paul II, uh, Mother Angelica, not yet canonized, but we're hoping for that one day. <clears throat> and then she put it together, and so she wrote the lyrics by taking from holy people and what they had uh, written and the 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 end result is just absolutely beautiful all right three people on the line 800-476-3311 are we going to get up to five or six or seven calls all at the same time uh well dear listeners it's all in your hands and so we want you to uh if you're listening and thinking oh this has been an interesting hour they're down to twenty five hundred dollars to hit this goal well be a part of it and just do what you can that 30 a month is so helpful and maybe we get one more archangel donation coming Mm -hmm. through $1,500 $1,500 or 125 a month. Uh, we're down to 12 minutes, and so it's going to be crunch time now. 800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. We've got about seven people logged on to take calls. That means four of them are twiddling their thumbs. Three are actively <laughs> taking calls at the moment, and we just want everybody to stay busy, and uh, we want that joy that our, our donor uh, talked about, that uh, he said, you know, he's more happy, he's more joyful because of Catholic Radio. If that's the case with you, come on, let's let's hear from you. Please support the station that's bringing you uh, that sense of joy. 800-476-3311. It's still three people on the line, Sissel. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Yes, there's three people on the line, about $2,500 left to go. And Dave, I've seen, after, you know, listening to Shareathons for years and participating in them, uh, I've seen a lot of money raised in a short amount of time with very few people, but that doesn't mean that these three people on the line right now are going to be able to cover this. So to guarantee that we're going to hit this goal, call in right now and give whatever you can. Is it $100? Is it $10? Uh, many, many hands, you know, make light work. So call in right now. Oh, one of those calls has cleared, so we only have two people on the line. So pick up the phone. We still can't seem to get to four calls, Dave. 1-800-476-3311. I think the listeners are timing it this way. Yeah, 1-800-476-3311. Yeah, Oscar in Houston donated $50 one time, and he is from St. Helen Parish. And he said, this is for my dad who had surgery on Tuesday. So oh, we wow. pray for uh, his convalescence and his healing uh, for whatever he is in need of. So Oscar, thank you uh, very much. And now we are down to two calls, 800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311. Uh, looking for the third caller now, 800-476-3311. And uh, Cecil, a moment ago, you said many hands make light work. Mm-hmm. And whenever I think about that, I think about my former uh, Pastor Father Alan Hawkins, uh, and who now is at your parish, and I, I just wonder if you've heard him say that because uh, when he was our pastor, he he used to say that all the time. Like if he wanted people to come help in uh, a project in the parish, oh, he'd say, "Many hands yes. make light work." And when you 
said that, I thought, ah. I must have heard it from him. That's great. And, it, and he says it in a much more fabulous accent than we say. <laughs> yeah, like, Many hands make light work. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very, I like thank that. Thank you. Thank you. Oxford. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I do Kel Crumbit the Frog. You do British. Okay. That's, that's good. We, <laughs> that's, we, how we, we, that's how our double act goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness, Dave. There's nine minutes left in the hour, and we just have two people on and still $2,500 left to go. Can we get that third or fourth caller on the line? Well, I guess we have to third and then the fourth. But third and fourth caller on the line right now to help us knock this out, this goal out. Uh, you know, we had a really good start, Dave. It was a little bit slow. Then we had this big pickup, and then it kind of slowed down a little bit again. We have two people on, which is very encouraging. But it'd be even more encouraging if we get a few more people because time is going to be running out very, very soon, just about nine or eight minutes left. Uh, pick up the phone right now and help us keep Catholic Radio on the uh, airwaves right where you are. 1-800-476-3311. one 476 3311 all right, uh, two people on the line, 2,540 to go. We are into single digits, and uh, uh, we uh, are looking for that third caller. It seems like, you know, we've been you know pretty consistently at two or maybe three calls throughout the hour and uh, just haven't quite broken through and uh, had that big explosion of calls. But uh, it's, it, it, it's still, you know, you're out there, you're listening, you're thinking, hmm, should I call now, should I not? <laughs> Uh, and uh, 1-800-476-3311, 1-800-476-3311, and uh, we are uh, down, down to now uh, eight minutes to go. Um, and uh, here is, uh, we got Marty taking a call, Pat taking a call, uh, $2,540. Pat and Marty are taking calls. Everybody else is just kind of standing by <laughs> looking at their phone saying, oh, come on, it's it's time. Uh, let's hear from you, 1-800-476-3311. I'd like to see at least one more Archangel That'd be awesome. uh, th this hour. And if somebody does that, that'll bring us down to uh, about uh, $1,000 uh, still, uh, to, 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 to raise. And, uh, boy, if we get that, then that, that's going to be no problem at all. Absolutely. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. You know, Dave, you're talking to the people who are maybe considering, like, oh, is this the time to donate? Uh, I always like to think when you have that thought come, it's like that little impulse of the, or nudge of the Holy Spirit. You know, if you get it more than once, I think Toya said that on our retreat, you know, you should really start listening to that. So if mm -hmm. you've been having this little thing poking at you saying, like, oh, I feel like I should <laughs> donate, maybe call in right now. This might be be that time uh, just seven minutes left in the hour uh three people on and uh two thousand five hundred and forty dollars to go let's hit this hour let's make the for a second day of our spring share made for mission be a big success and set the tone for the rest of the day so that everything else uh can go smoothly and we're oh, it's a very mental you know dave you're just very you just feel you're like we hit that first hour we can do this, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so pick up the phone right now. We've got three people on. Maybe we can hit that four in these last few minutes, too. <coughs> yeah. I want to get to five, at least. Five, five at least would be great. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311. Uh, again, if you're hearing our voices and you love Catholic radio, this is the time to call in and help us keep it on the air for many years to come. Uh, we've been on the air for 20-plus years, and we hope to be on for many more. one 800 476 one one yeah, and the only way that we're able to stay on the air is, uh, of course, uh, through God's grace and God's providence and protection. That's number one. But uh, from a human level, you know, kind of the uh, 
uh, we, we, we rely on you because without you, we just can not do it. Uh, all right. Did you oh, see what yes. has just come through? <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. I told you if somebody would do this, uh, it would get us down to about $1,000. Okay. So 1040 is left. Isn't that one of the tax forms? 1040? <laughs> yeah, it is. Ten, no, yeah, <laughs> what a 40, reminder. Yeah. <laughs> pay your taxes. Yeah, your taxes due April 15th. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So 1040 remaining. Uh, anonymous in Plano, Texas. And there ain't, there ain't nothing plain about Plano, Texas. It's a, it's a beautiful city fifteen hundred dollars so uh, one time uh that is a classic archangel uh donation and uh we are uh, uh now at ten forty to go so thank you anonymous and i'm gonna dig up oh look oh, at hey, it. it even got better one. than that uh, yes. yes we got wayne in lewisville texas that's my neck of the woods um 9 10 a.m listener uh donated forty dollars a month plus a credit card fees that's like a stepped up uh, guardian angel i love that goes to saint anne's and capel massive parish in the diocese of dallas beautiful parish um very vibrant parish too and how has catholic radio changed your life it keeps christ in my heart every day that is beautiful and it's from wayne and nancy from saint anne at capel and capel so thank you so much wayne for that beautiful monthly donation that helped us now get down to 525 dollars left dave one person on the phone we have no idea what that donation <coughs> is so we don't know if that person's gonna be able to cover it so call in right now if you're thinking but my 50 dollar one time my 100 dollar one time is not going to make that much of an impact no it really is right now we need all of those donations right now pick up the phone 1-800-476-3311 1-800-476-3311 just four minutes left yeah and i can uh, i can hear the urgency in your voice and uh <laughs> one of the precarious things about being in this situation is that since we're so close to hitting the goal a lot of people are thinking like oh they got it it's you a, know it, yeah it, it's, a, it's a done deal somebody else they got one person on the line uh do not let that happen uh here is mary margaret uh, from Dallas. What a great saint name yes. that is. And uh, she said, Catholic Radio keeps me sane <laughs> throughout the day. <laughs> I feel that. Uh, yes, yeah, sanity is very important uh, throughout <laughs> our day. She listens to uh, the GRN all the time on KTH 9, 10 a.m. And that's the station that Cicel and I both work for and with and joyfully uh, uh, you, you know, with our, our team there in the North Texas area. Uh, she donated $25 one time and also was kind enough to pay the credit card charges as well. So Mary Margaret, uh, thank you. Thank you very much. But Cicel, that puts oh, us at exactly $500. $500. Wow, that is so interesting. That is very totally satisfying, but I kind of would like it to be zero. Uh, <laughs> so $500. This is a great a short person yes. amount. If you want to call in, we have three minutes to go. And, oh, come on, somebody out there, uh, you know, you're like, I was going to do, you know, that's that comes down to about, uh, what was that, about $45, $40 a month, I yeah. think. Uh, 800-476-3311. You'll be a stepped-up guardian angel-level donor. Right now, there's nobody on the line and we need <laughs> a couple of people you know two people doing thirty dollars a month uh, uh one person just calls up you know just says hey okay i'll do it i'll do your five hundred dollars it's be a lot of money person. yeah be the short person you can forever the rest of your life you can proudly at you know cocktail parties say you know <laughs> i was a short person one time for the guadalupe radio network Sherathon. and they're like oh really what does that mean uh, and then the conversation just goes uphill from there 800-476-3311 uh three minutes to go this is not a done deal no, and we not. do need we need at least one more call to come in so please please prayerfully uh uh, consider helping us, uh, dear listeners. 1-800-476-3311. 1-800-476-3311 is the number to call to help us get, uh, you know, donate 
this last $500 that we need to do for this hour. We've had a generous 10 people call in and, you know, done a lot of work to help us chip away at this $8,000 goal. Just 500 to go, but there's no one on the line, which means that we might miss this hour, Dave, just by $500. Could you call in right now? Can you do the 360? Can two people doing 360 one time? That would be amazing. Yeah. 1-800-476-3311. <laughs> I just got indication that we have our short person. Now, this uh, <laughs> this person texted me directly, and so I've got to communicate. And I don't want to, I, I don't know uh, if you're listening, can I say your name on the air? <laughs> this is kind of fun because I'm texting and talking through the radio. <laughs> and so awesome. we, we, we got the short person. We can ring the bells uh, if that's all right. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> woo! Oh, my goodness. So um, I'm trying to. Re- uh, Should we do yeah. the bell ringing celebration prayer? Yeah, please do. I'll right. find out. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll communicate what uh, who it is. All so right. yeah, please do that. Father, Thank you. The Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we celebrate. Uh, join you in celebrating this past hour and lifting to you in prayer each person who gave a gift to help us reach that goal. We pray also for each of their needs and ask that you bless them with immeasurable graces for their generous support that allows your gospel message to spread across the Guadalupe Radio Network. Amen. All right, Father, Bill and Mary. Bill and Mary from Dallas. They gave me permission to use uh, their name. They were the short people, wonderful folks from St. Monica Parish. Uh, Awesome, awesome people. So thank you, Bill and Mary, and uh, Cecil, great working with you. God bless you. We'll be back with more of the 2022 Made for Mission Spring share on the Guadalupe Radio Network right after this. K-A-T-H-9.